God bless you, and welcome to another episode on Life as Young Believers. My name is Julian Carrion, and I'm glad to be joining in and, you know, talking once again on this podcast. And I have a very important topic that the Lord gave me actually last night. And, man, it's the revelation God gave me was awesome. You know, before I start, I just want to say, if I sound a little tired or you know, short breath or whatever. I actually had a very long weekend. Actually, my youth group, Extend Youth from City Ridge Church, we actually had a retreat um, down in Ocean City, New Jersey, with another youth group um, named Gen X, and we just had a beautiful time worshiping God. You know, the retreat was named Reset, and it was just an awesome time, and resetting, you know, your walk, and sometimes you need that reset button. We went to the beach, you know, had fun, but I got back here yesterday, and man, I am exhausted. But, you know, this podcast is a thing that I'm doing faithfully because I know God is moving, and I understood that when he gave me this word last night. So, before I start, let's pray. Lord, thank you for another opportunity. Thank you for waking waking us up today, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for giving us life. I ask you, Lord, let your Holy Spirit move and reveal to us a new word directly from you and give us revelation in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen, guys. So today's episode is named A Generation That Seeks the Hands. Wow. You know, last night I was praying. I was very tired. I took a nap. I woke up and I found myself not prepared for the podcast all this week. And I just asked God, speak to me. You know, direct me to a passage in your word. And instantly I heard Matthew 16 from the Holy Spirit. So I turn my page open and I read verses 1 through 4. And wow, God revealed to me something that is so important that I heard months ago, but, you know, just ignored it. And he revealed to me one more time because he knows and he's helping me understand that today young believers need to understand this and it's Matthew 16 verse 4 a wicked generation looks for a sign but none will be given it except the sign of Jonah wow you see right here Jesus is talking to the Pharisees and Sadducees you see the Pharisees and Sadducees they heard what Jesus was doing so they actually came up to him And demanded, you know, that's an important word. They demanded and tested God to show them a sign that he is real and he is the true God and true Messiah. And that's what he means by, but none will be given it except the sign of Jonah. Because the sign of Jonah is what he was predicting. His death and resurrection. Jesus was saying through the sign of Jonah that the only way to believe in him and the way that it was shown to believe in him was through, right, Jesus' death on the cross and resurrection for our sins. You see, I asked God, what did that mean? You know, you know, the Pharisees and Sadducees came and tested him. What does that mean? He told me, we are asking for the hands of God, but we should just be pursuing God. Wow. Do you understand what that means, guys? I, I found myself many times in critical situations 
looking for the hands of God, begging for God to move in my life. You know, getting on my knees and asking God for a miraculous move of Him, a move that no one has seen before. But what am I? What I find myself is nothing is happening. I find myself in the situation that nothing is happening. And he, he said, Julian, this generation has to understand the way, the way to find the healer. I mean, the way to, the way to get healing, is by finding the healer. And I didn't understand it at first, but you know, I started to think about it, and I was like, Oh my goodness, this is so true. You know, in my walk, there are many times where. I haven't, you know, read the Bible in days, prayed at all in days, or even worship, and then something happens in my life, you know, very bad, and then I find myself begging for God to move. And don't we do that sometimes? We separate separate ourselves from God, and listen to me clearly: we separate ourselves from God, and then life hits us, and then we're on our knees begging for God to move. You see, God doesn't want that. He doesn't want you just to come to Him when you need a move. He wants you to continually seek Him. You know, as a as a generation, a lot of us look to God and ask Him to prove His existence, His existence, His existence. Sorry, guys. We ask Him to prove His existence when He already died for us. Wow, this is so true. You know, when in school I see many kids, you know, saying, "Oh, if you're God, then do this. Oh, if your God is true, then do this." That is crazy, because His Word says it's not by faith, it's not by sight, but it's by faith. It's by faith, not by sight. That's the only way. You know, it also says there is no way to please God without faith. So. Our foundation of living as life as young believers shall be on faith, and many of us are still looking for God to prove Himself by miraculously moving, miraculously moving. You see, in Jeremiah twenty nine thirteen it says, "You will seek me, you will seek me and find me, when you seek me with all your heart." I'll read that again. Jeremiah twenty nine verse thirteen, "You will seek me and find me, when." You seek me with all your heart. So, what is God trying to say here? The only way to discovering God is seeking Him with all your heart. You see, we are a generation that seeks the hands of God, but what God wants is a generation that seeks the face of God. You know what it means in Greek, face. It means presence. And God is saying that He wants a generation that just seeks His presence. That is the key, guys. That is the only way to find the healer. You have to seek His presence, and how do we do that? Prayer. You see, over the weekend at this retreat, there was a man named Jonathan. I forgot his last name, but he was he was preaching right and talking about his testimony, and he said something in his testimony that will mark me for life. He said, "If you don't pray, you become you become prey." If you don't pray, P R A Y, you become pray, P R E Y. What does that mean? If you don't pray, the enemy will haunt you. If you don't stick in prayer, the enemy will keep coming to your door, 
and keep succeeding. He will keep coming to your door even when you're in prayer, but he will succeed when you're not in prayer. You see, the main way we can find and discover the presence of God, his face and not his hands, is through prayer. You know, every time you seek and find God's face in prayer, you will find his hand of power as well. Wow. You know, people always ask me, how is God moving in your life, Julian? How is all these things happening? How do you know your purpose? How are you doing this podcast? Well, people don't know, but there was a time. There was a one-year period where all I did was seek his face with no movement. God didn't move at all miraculously in my life in that time period. But all I did was seek his face. You see, the hands of God, his power comes with you seeking him. It's not before. His hand doesn't come before you seek him. It's after you seek him. You know, following God, it's faith. And then after that comes his movement. After that comes the miracles. You have to seek him. You know, I have a you know a way of explaining this, right? You're not going to just expect, you know, the doctor to know what you're going through. You're not just going to expect, you know, the doctor to know your, to know your body. You know, many of us go to a doctor, you know, consecutively, right? We go to a doctor all the time and they know, you know, what's dealing with us because they have it on paper, on documents and stuff. And there's comes a time, right? They know that there's something wrong with you and you go in and checking up, checking up, you know, every month or so. You know, I go in the doctor like every year or so for an annual checkup. Right, so they they keep up to date what's happening in your body. But when something comes, then they can do something about it because they know what how your body functions and how to treat it correctly for you. You see, this the same way with God. With God, you're not just going to expect to show up to the doctor's office and they understand what's wrong with you. You have to explain it to them. You have to explain what's happening with your body. Then they will examine it and see what they can do. You see, God is the same way sometimes. You you don't expect God to move in you when he doesn't know you. Let me say let me say that again. Don't expect God to move in you if he doesn't know you. So don't expect expect God to miraculously move if you're not seeking him. You see, the secrets of power and blessings of God is the manifest manifestation of the presence of God. I'll say that again. The secret to the power and blessings of God is the manifest presence of God. Wow. That is awesome. You see, many people don't know that. To discover the power and blessings, you have to have the manifestation of the presence. And how do you do that? One way. There's multiple ways, but I truly believe this worship, man. There's something about getting back to the posture of surrender that we need. You see, as a generation that seeks the hands of God, I believe truly one of the main things is we have to get to the back to the posture of surrender. Because when we surrender and worship with all our all our worship with all we got. We surrender all we got. You know, that's not only a way that we're glorifying the Father, but also the Spirit starts to move in you when you do that. You when you surrender and worship, you let God flow through you. You see, he's not going to flow through you if you're not worshiping, praying. You know, it's when you step out and surrender and worship, he starts flowing through you with his presence.
Do you understand that the secret to power and blessings is the manifestation manifestation of the presence of God? Man, I wish I knew that a long time ago. Because I was waiting for God. Lord, bring a great wind. Lord, let me speak in tongues. Lord, <laughs> let me do this. Let me do that. But I wasn't seeking God daily. But I wasn't reading his word daily. I wasn't worshiping constantly. I wasn't surrendering constantly. Don't expect God to move when you don't know him. And I want that to be a key aspect that you get out of this episode. Don't expect God to move on you when you don't know him. You see, in times of crisis, do you pursue, do you pursue God or his hands? I'm going to say that again. In times of crisis, do you pursue God or his hands? Man, I wish I understood that question a long time ago. Because, you know, when family members are dying or something happens in my life, I will instantly, instantly go to God. Demanded, like the Pharisees and Sadducees did, and demanded God to move. But you see, God doesn't want that. He went in a time of crisis to worship him. Because when you do that, the enemy gets confused. Let me say that again. In times of crisis, when you worship God, the enemy gets confused. He's like, well, hold up. This is happening to him, but he's still bound down and worshiping God? How is he not worshiping me? How is he not living that lifestyle? How, how is he not falling victim? You see, the key to the power of God is worshiping in your lowest moment. Because you know what that is? It's all God. Let me say that again. You know what that is when you're worshiping in time of crisis? It shows that it's all God. It shows that that's not you anymore. That, but that's the glory of God working through you. Because no more people blame God when something happens. They're like, oh my God, how could you do this? But when you worship God in moments like that, the enemy is confused and standing there. Like, what is this man doing? So young believers, man, seek the Father and not his hands. I want to say that again. Seek the Father and not his hands. And with that being said, I'm going to wrap up this episode of this podcast. Episode 7. Wow. Episode 7. I never thought we would make it past episode 2. But here we are. I'm going to pray it out. And, you know, hope you guys get what God was trying to say to you. So, Lord, thank you for your word. Thank you for your manifestation, Lord. I ask you, Lord, to move your spirit greatly through us. And speak to us, Lord, on what we must do. And, Lord, help us get back to a posture of surrender. So we can seek your face every single day. In the name of Jesus, amen. God bless you guys, and make sure to tune into all of our episodes or check out, check out our website, link in our bio on Instagram. I'll see you guys soon.